Welcome to Soul Searching Out Space, a space to remember who you truly are, who you came here to be, and what you came here to do. To be crystal clear going from black and white thinking to full color HD, working from the inside out, reclaiming your power, waking up to your inherent wholeness, aligning soul, heart, mind, and body. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. We are continuing the conversations of working from the inside out. If you haven't tuned in to the previous episodes in this series, I invite you to listen as it builds on top of each other. In the previous episode, we explored the RAS, the reticular activating system, and how we find evidence to confirm our beliefs. When a core belief is formed, we engage in what's called a confirmation bias. The RAS is giving us evidence to what we believe to be true. Psychologists have found that the human mind reacts to bad things more quickly, strongly and persistently than to good things. Our minds are wired to focus on the negative. It's a defense mechanism. Our minds are wired to find and react to threats. We've all been programmed into the negativity bias, so it's very easy for us to see all of the bad in the world, and it's an evolutionary process. We are biologically wired to see the negative things to keep us safe, to keep us in this realm of survivability. The negativity bias is evolutionarily hardwired. In the early days of our species, we were much more likely to survive if we focused on the things that could kill us rather than the things that made us happy. From an evolutionary perspective, it's an attempt to stay safe. What we can predict feels safest to the brain. Certainly, it served us well when there was a tiger in the bush and if it chases us, we want to run, we want to fight, we want to flee. The challenge, however, is when we get an email or a text or look at our bank statement and it doesn't feel safe, it feels like a tiger is chasing us or activating that response, making us feel that we are unsafe. When this happens on a daily basis, we end up in a chronic stress. Blood flows away into the arms and legs. The blood flows away, all our resources, all our creativity, things that we need in that moment to come up with a better solution or idea, and the patience and the compassion, these are gone because we are in that state 
that we are in danger and that something is wrong, something is unsafe. When we get stressed, we are producing cortisol and adrenaline. The minute we start producing these, we step back in time in our brain. We go to the more primitive parts of the brain. The more scared we are, the more primitive we go. The idea is that if we are scared, we become negative because it's safer that way. When we are in our minds, we lose touch with our heart and the present moment because we need to focus on survival, the negativity bias. When we think back tens of thousands of years ago, if there was a tiger in the bush, we better believe there is a tiger in the bush, whether there is one or not. We better be pretty negative about the tiger in the bush, whether there is one or not. Because if we don't, we are dead. So it's important to remember that we are working with an ancient brain. So if you do feel very negative and you're not in real danger, but you are physically safe, just know that this is that very ancient part of the brain that is doing its job. So you can say, thank you for bringing this potential danger to my attention but I don't see it as a potential danger. We are safe. The amygdala is the part of our brain that encodes the negative experiences. So they keep holding us back. The amygdala responds to patterns that in the past were associated with danger. The amygdala has a direct connection to the part of the brainstem that activates fight or flight response. And if the amygdala finds a pattern that was part of a previous fear episode or incident, it orders the body to red alert. You probably have experienced this if you have ever thought you were alone in a room and then you heard a voice behind you or if you have ever seen a horror movie and there wasn't any musical forewarning and boom there was someone in the frame all of a sudden your heart rate goes up and your body reacted with fear we naturally lean into the negativity bias in which we prioritize negative information over positive so much of our suffering comes from the stories we are telling ourselves about what happened and why it happened and who we are as a result of it happening or because it happened. All of that is the way that our brain gets to work creating stories. Our brain loves doing that, but it's not serving because it's not based in reality, it's based in our unconscious biases. 
our unconscious biases are largely out of our conscious control. We can become aware of them and spot them by seeing the right or wrong, good or bad thinking. You are always this. You are always that. You are never this. You are never that. What are your unconscious biases? How can you make your unconscious biases conscious? How active is your negativity bias? Let me ask you, what do you want? Are you absolutely clear on what you want? Or are you more clear on what you don't want? When we ask people what they want, usually they quickly tell us everything they don't want. It's not our fault. Our brains have a negativity bias. How many hours have you spent in the last week worrying about something that is out of your control? What if you took 20% of that energy and reallocated it towards your desires and dreams? How could that change your life? How could that change the lives of your loved ones, your community, the world? The more we practice certain thoughts, the more our brain wires itself to default to these thought patterns. Which connections are firing to continue to make you believe and confirm the stories you tell yourself? When we come from a place of awareness and consciousness, we can see different perspectives and realities to a situation and come across in a more neutral way. Instead of being in the extremes. With awareness and consciousness, we also have insights into what is happening within us and this allows us to balance our perspectives. Did something resonate with you? Who are you going to be and what are you going to do about it? Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for your time and thank you for your presence. I look forward to being with you again. I am sending you so much love and until next time, may you remember that the brain isn't concerned with making us happy. Its only concern is keeping us safe.